Welcome to the A-Files, brought to you by me, Allie Mifflin, in my high school forensic science class. Every week, I will be reviewing case studies, discussing the who, what, when, where, why, how, evidence, and legal outcome, as well as my opinion on these cases. This week, we will be looking at the case of former Green Beret Jeffrey McDonald. February 17, 1970, at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Military police arrived at the home of Jeffrey McDonald after he called 911 pleading for an ambulance. They found his pregnant wife and two young kids covered in blood after having been stabbed to death. McDonald was wounded but alive. The word pig was written in blood on the headboard in the master bedroom. McDonald has always maintained his innocence and claimed that his family was attacked by three men and one woman. Victims included Colette McDonald, his wife, who was pregnant with their third child, Kimberly McDonald, who was five years old, and Kristen McDonald, who was two years old. Jeffrey McDonald, who was 26, became a suspect early on. In a search for four suspects, according to McDonald, three men and one woman with long hair and a floppy hat, who eventually became Helena Stockley, who provided a vague and self-contradicting testimony. McDonald's stepfather-in-law filed the citizen's complaint that reopened the investigation after the Army trial in which McDonald was honorably discharged from the Army and charges were dropped. The 911 call was received at 3.42 a.m. on February 17, 1970. The crime happened at Fort Bragg, North Carolina in the McDonald House. Forensic evidence included a knife, ice pick, and 31-inch long piece of lumber with two blue threads attached with blood that were found outside the back door. The weapons came from the house and were wiped clean of fingerprints. Fibers from McDonald's pajama top were found under Colette's body and in the bedrooms of his daughters. One fiber was also found under Kristen's fingernail. Single fragment of skin found under Colette's fingernail and that evidence was later lost. Bloodstained splinters from the lumber piece found in all three rooms of the murdered except where McDonald had claimed to have been attacked. Kimberly's blood was found on McDonald's pajama top, even though he had claimed that he wasn't wearing that shirt when he entered her room. There were no blood or fingerprints found on the telephone used to call 911. A blood-stained tip of a surgical glove was found behind the headboard, and the glove had come from a collection in the home. A bloody bare footprint in Kristen's room heading away from the bed. Jeffrey McDonald had means and opportunity, but no apparent motive. Some say it was a possible drug-induced psychotic episode to mimic a Manson murder. On August 29, 1979, Jeffrey McDonald was convicted on one account of first-degree murder and two counts of second-degree murder. He was sentenced to three life sentences with no possibility of parole until later. McDonald has always retained his innocence and has been denied bail multiple times. After his conviction, Helena Stockley confessed to being part of the murder. Several lawsuits followed for the mishandling of evidence. This case is so famous because it has produced an extreme amount of lawsuits. The case is also so complex and the mishandling of evidence yields to extreme difficulties in determining what really happened. I personally want to believe that he didn't murder his family. While it could have been possible as shown by the forensic reconstruction and the prosecution, I just don't think he would do it. This has been the case of former Green Barrette Jeffrey McDonald.
and Allie Mifflin on the A-Files. See you next week.